Welcome to the King James Virgin, where each and every week my friends Alan and Adam recount Bible stories from their childhoods to me. I've never heard them before. My name is Nick. I'm Alan. And my name is Adam. This is sort of Abraham part two. Yeah, it's okay. Abraham part two. Okay, yeah, it is literally Abraham part two, but <laughs> but we're going to call it by a different name, I think. Okay. Because this week is Ooh, this really- is a sneak peek behind the making of where we decide the name. This is just Well, sausage is made. See, here's the Ooh. thing about Abraham. I know I talked last week about how I just did not want to do Abraham because there's A, so much, and B, it's kind of all over the place, and C, it's- kind of boring. Uh, and then D it's really important. Mm-hmm. Uh, e all of the above. Um, yeah. And this is one of those things where like, this is technically Abraham part two, but it's, he's not the important part of the story. Okay. Um, no. And actually it's, it's kind of, I, I want to pre- preface this. Like, uh, this will probably make everybody pissed at the patriarchy. <laughs> This whole story, which is funny because going back and reading this, um, I, I was in the mindset, which I, I think I've expressed before that like all of the patriarchs of the Bible are just complete dipshits. Uh, <laughs> their wives are worse, but Abraham's <laughs> not terrible. Well, I, I say patriarch because I think until this is, until next week, this is written. Then he's terrible by men because they make the women look like the monsters in this story. Is sure. How that's 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 what I actually I mean by that. It's like I think Abraham, you're right, does come off looking like the most sensible one in this whole thing. Mm-hmm. If this story ever happened, which you know obviously none of this is real, I I don't think it went down the way that it's written. Okay. Sure. Sure. I mean, it could have. I mean, maybe just like shitty people, but whatever. Uh, everyone outside of the 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 two main characters in this story though are just assholes. <laughs> um. So. We ended last week. How the fuck did we end last week? I don't remember. We ended last week <laughs> with God promising Abraham to, you know, make his seed as plentiful as the sand yeah, on the yeah, beach yeah. and he's, stars in the sky. He's going to have a shit ton of children despite not having any children. Correct. Correct. So that's, that's kind of where we ended, which, um, which sets up this week. Right. Um, and, you, and I think remember we, we did kick off Baron watch during that. Yes. Wee-oo, wee-oo, wee-oo. Yes. Baron watch with KJV news five. Uh, and is is Abraham Abraham now? Not no. yet. Okay. I think in this this is this the when he becomes Abraham in this section? Correct. Okay. Uh he's got to get uh how exciting. Got to get the, the tip clipped. Ah. That that is for, for some reason that necessitates <laughs> a name change as well. I'm, lose some skin, gain a name. Hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah, game yeah, lose gains, gains a syllable. Yes. <laughs> uh so Adam, why don't you kick us off and um Does that happen first actually? No. Okay. No, the uh the the, the, the not ins- infidelity, the ins- the polyamory. <laughs> it's not yes. polyam- it's not even polyamory. It's open marriage cuz like he doesn't love. Well, <laughs> okay, here's what's hap- here's what here's what happens. So, uh Abraham has gone for a well, Abraham and Sarah or Sarah, whatever they're they're not. Oh, right, yes. Abraham, I'm going to just call them Abraham and Sarah. You guys get it. <laughs> you know who we're talking about. They've been going for even longer and it's getting to the point where uh, apparently Abraham is looking old enough that Sarah's worried that uh God's promise is not going to be fulfilled. So he goes to Abraham and says, "Hey, you know my hot sexy uh slave woman, who like lives or uh, what's the word like not lady in waiting maid servant maid servant you know who like gets me ready in the morning and, like and I've clearly seen you check out her ass <laughs> what if we fulfill God's promise by you knocking her up hmm. I should mention that they uh, it's Hagar is her name uh, sorry and yes. they picked her up when they were in Egypt. Okay. Yes. She's uh, not. When he was pretending that his hot wife was his hot sister. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> right. Yeah. So he got 
Perfect Maybe time that to pick was up why a maidservant. Yeah, yeah, an Egyptian concubine. Yeah, we yeah. didn't clarify. It could very well be that they've they've had a, a fucking relationship yeah, yeah. for a while. Oh no, this push. Right. No, no, that's not my wife. Uh, this, this is my this wife. This is my wife. <laughs> exactly. Um, so that's what happened. Uh, basically, uh, and Abraham to it. Like I guess I, I say, as a kid, the way it was like to Abraham's credit, he was like, "No, that's not okay. Sure, I don't want it. Like you are my wife." This is like we are in a very strict monogamous relationship, though that has not been clarified. Right. Um, but didn't. OK, hold on. Yeah, I, I don't mean to pump no, the no. brakes here. But so the reason that he had to act like his wife was not his wife is because she's hot. Correct. And he is not not <laughs> enough. Well, no, actually, it's just that she's hot. He could be hot. But the idea is that she's so hot that the Egyptians will murder whoever right. she's with to get her. So then we have to assume then that the maidservant is like a B level at least. Not necessarily. Or possibly even ugly. I have no Abraham idea. pulled Sarah. So maybe he pulled a okay. hot Egyptian wife or okay. maidservant as well. I mean, we don't get, we, there's no, she's like, a slave. Or not. Like, let's be clear on that. She's a maidservant. Like, yes, sure. She is owned property. So already the story is All awful. Right. I mean, yeah, anybody who says just thought it might be fun to introduce Babe Watch in addition to Baron Watch. Watch? I'm fine in introducing Babe Watch. Unfortunately, I don't think the Bible gives us enough details to know if that we can actually rats make the, the Bible goes Bible out really of Ruth, that one. Up. Not Ruth. Yeah. Ruth, Ruth and Esther both were babes mm-hmm. by like biblical definition. I was going to say the Bible goes out of its way occasionally to talk about how hot or like nubile yeah, someone yeah. is. Uh, not the same. We have, <laughs> we have, well, it's just added on because uh, Samuel liked him young and oily. Yeah, he did. Because it definitely talks about how like, Hot young kids. David was a babe. David and Saul, Saul. was a babe. Oh, no. Um, but yes, Ruth and Esther. If you're going to have your own book in the Bible, you better be hot. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> apparently. That's, that's what it takes. Yeah. Um, so, so, so Adam, I, I agree that um, when I was young, it, it was presented as Abraham being like, no, 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 we're married. Right. I'm not going to. Uh, so the Bible says, uh, you know, Sari says, do this. And Abram heeded the voice of Sari. And took her maid. Oh, just did it. <laughs> yep. He's like, bullshit. Hold on. Okay. This is, this is a, this is a vastly different story than, than like it was presented. Cause it was very much presented that under protest, Abraham <laughs> went against like basically, basically like half went against God to fulfill God's decree that he's uh-huh. gonna have all these children. And like, and Sarah was like pushing it. Like she was like, you must have sex with my, my maidservant. And we'll just, we'll like, I'm, I'm taking she, one for the team. She is pushing it, but he is not pushing back. Correct. And th- <laughs> this is a vastly different. Cause like that conversation was like, you know, I was thinking about like, maybe we should think about having that. The, the, like you sleep with a maid. Like, yep. <laughs> it's yes. Or, or it's like, they're, they're talking about it. You know, Sarah brings it up and maybe they get distracted and Abraham like that night, like, like, so you remember so... that conversation we were having earlier? <laughs> totally. Um, you want to tell me more about that idea you had? Or uh, as he like comes out of her tent. Zip. Oh, no. We, yeah. No, yeah. No, oh, oh, I'll sleep with her for the first time tonight. Tonight. <laughs> um, also, I keep forgetting how like disgusting the Bible is sometimes because I just, it makes my skin crawl every time they say this, which is a lot. The, uh, and he went into her. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. It's just, I mean, they do that a lot <laughs> in the Bible and it's just gross. It's an un, a very unnecessary detail because we're going to assume that if there was a, a, a child was born, 
I mean, I guess I could have turkey, well, turkey based it. This is the Bible. Yeah. Uh, and when Sari and when Sari oh, saw up that, until this point, that does not. <laughs> that's like, true. Okay. And when Sari saw that she had conceived, her mistress became despised in her eyes. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, what happens is Sarah gets jealous as soon mm. as, uh, which I mean, that I actually like from a human perspective, I get. Like, if you've really wanted to have kids and like your husband, you know, has I, sex with you, I think she was hoping Abraham was shooting blanks. She was hoping sure. to prove it wasn't, oh, that it wasn't her. That's, twist. I hadn't thought Good about that, twist. but that's a very valid interpretation mm-hmm. of this. Uh, Not that they knew any sort of like no, but science, like, yeah. but that, that doesn't seem like a Abraham. Reasonable. We have options. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Hagar has mm-hmm. a son, which they named Ishmael. You might recognize that name. Well, because Sarah uh, was instantly jealous of Hagar, um, Hagar, you know, got freaked out. Because it's her mistress, and she ran away into the desert. Oh, I forgot about the running away. Hmm. Yeah, and in, right, she's in, like, I, and so like, I think by like getting jealous, she's like, she flew into a rage and tried to stab her. She dealt harshly with her. <laughs> Ooh. Um, and so she fled into the desert. Do you remember what happens? No. An angel appears to Hagar and says, "Return to your mist- mistress. Submit yourself to her." I will multiply your descendants exceedingly. Oh, right. Gives her the same, basically the same promise. Basically the same promise because so many promises because she was of, fucked, you know? Yeah. And, uh, the angel says, you shall call his name Ishmael because the Lord has heard your affliction. Yeah. <laughs> he shall be a wild man. His hand shall be against every man and every man's hand against him. Now I think this is some Jewish retconning. Yes. Okay. 100% some Jewish retconning <laughs> because Ishmael becomes but, the no, no. father. Yeah. We'll get there. Well, we already kind of talked about it. Anyway, okay. So he, uh, she comes back. Um, then basically, Sarah like breaks down, is not having a good time, and she ba- basically begs God to to fix her womb, which, okay. you know, whatever. Sure. Um, we've already we've belabored the point that the there's some some misogynistic <laughs> shit going on, right? Um, and God basically goes like, Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm I'm get I'm getting to you. You're going to have kids. <laughs> Just chill. Mm-hmm. She then eventually does get pregnant. Did I skip anything important? Yeah, you okay. you st- you skipped all the uh, penis mutilation. <laughs> oh, is that is that what God? That's now. Okay, so God, ba- I'm going to say that like, Adam, cue penis mutilation. I'm all over the penis mutilation. Um, Damn it. So, well, uh, well, yeah. Fuck ba- this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, what happens is it says when Abraham was 99 years old, God comes back to like renew that promise. So he's had Ishmael. I'm back. Uh, he's like, I'm back. I was gone. I'm back. Um, Tahiti is lovely. <laughs> so you're going to have a ton of kids, but I'm going to need you to cut part of your dick off. Uh-huh. Here's the th- and oh. everyone in your group. This is like kind of a thing. I'm yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> right. But also, yeah, you missed this. they like, not just you, all the males in your whole camp, so, which we've established is big enough that Lot had to like fucking separate. Sure, right, yeah. So they get very specific. <laughs> Every male child among you shall be circumcised. Uh, shall be a sign of the covenant between me and you. 
Uh, he who is eight days old will be circumcised. Every male child in your generations, he who is born into your house or bought with money from any foreigner. Remember, mm, remember guys, the Bible says nothing about abortion, but it's pretty pro slavery. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So just remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, polls and circumcising your slaves. And yeah. also you need oh, yeah. to uh, do it to yourself. So Abraham whips his dick tip off at 99. <laughs> I think he had help. Uh, and then, he, and then he circumcises Ishmael as well, who is 13. You don't, you don't just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Circumcision at 99 was not an inside job. <laughs> uh, yeah. And Ishmael was 13. Oh, that's a great time to just start whacking at willies. And they just, uh, they did everyone in the whole camp. Everybody gets their, their dip tip, their dick tip snipped. Uh, and yeah. during, and during this, he says, uh, and as for Sari, your wife, you shall not call her name Sari, but we already, we skipped this is, the part of this is the when Abraham. She, they become Abraham. Abraham. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I will bless her and she'll be the mother of nations. And Abraham's like, they laugh. He laughs. He's <laughs> like, how can she be a mother? She's a hundred years old. Mm-hmm. Um, or 90 or whatever. Who fucking cares? Um, old and not real. And so that's kind of the, the thing where, why are we talking about this? I mean, this is the next step in the thing. Well, she's getting pregnant. She's getting pregnant. Yeah, it, it, but it wasn't her begging for it. I thought it was her begging. No, because when she hears this from outside the tent, um, she laughs and says like, huh, That's I not can't get I pregnant. Got. And then God, God was like, watch me. <laughs> this is essentially. Watch me now. And she then gets pregnant and out pops Isaac, mm-hmm. who you'll remember from Jacob and Esau eventually becomes blind and uh-huh. can't tell his sons apart. Right. And I shall say at this point, I sh- Wow. Cut that. I shall say. Who who says that? I'm gonna leave that in. I shall say. I shall say. (laughs) (laughs) And I shall say at this point. Um this is where the story just takes a huge break and we get the Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, really? And that's why this story is confusing because it jumps. Yeah, okay. So we have Sodom and Gomorrah here Uh before Isaac is born. I guess that make it makes sense because Isaac Oh, so then Isaac is born after that? Correct. Oh, so more time passes and eventually Sarah gets pregnant. Okay. Um you know, this all could be that maybe there's a, like a really sexy, you know, like, like horse master who's actually impregnating everybody in the camp. Like maybe Hagar and the horse master have, um, you know, have a relationship and that's what she gets pregnant. And maybe Sarah and the horse master have a relationship and that's what, and like maybe Abraham was actually shooting blanks. Just putting it out there. <laughs> sure. I lo- I really enjoy that in this episode in particular, it seems like you have several conspiracy theories yeah. you'd like to posit. Uh, yes. About <laughs> things that like have no bearing on right. today. Sure. Yeah. Um, so uh, Isaac is born. Uh, there's not really anything that matters about it, but he does. And, and Abraham immediately starts favoring Isaac and Sarah starts basically trying to reassert her position as a matriarch of the household. Uh, and Hagar at this point starts to kind of push back. She's kind of like, you know, just because uh, like, yes, I started as your slave. You promoted me essentially to baby mama. Mm-hmm. And I'm now like, I am Abraham's second wife. I remember that too. And I can't find it anymore. Fucking hell. Huh. We were so lied in this thing. I mean, maybe I'm just missing it because there's some skipping around, but I, I don't see that. But that's how you remember. I do remember that. It's basically, this is some, this is some like, like retconning, like anti-Islam bullshit that's happening. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. So Isaac is born and he's weaned and they have a big party for him being weaned, which I get. Uh, <laughs> and um, on that day, because they have a, a month of like 
a good good sleep and they actually are then able to have a party there's like different uh differences in the translations like the nkjv that i have up right now says um she saw the son of hagar the egyptian whom she had born to abraham scoffing like so some some he's a teenager so some, of course he's scoffing well yeah. so, so some versions say that sarah sees Ishmael like laughing at Isaac. Some say like playing with Isaac. Some say teasing Isaac, hmm. but she's like, they got to fucking none go. of that. Hmm. And, and Abraham basically goes, yeah, I can't do the two household thing. This is a problem. I'm sorry, Hagar. And I believe gives her some money. Well, so Abraham goes to God and okay. God's like, yeah, you're going to need to do what she says. <laughs> yeah. Essentially like Sarah's more important. Uh-huh. He did not give her money. It's way worse. Uh, he rose early in the morning, took bread and a skin of water, put it on her shoulder, and pat, wow. patted him on the ass. Fucking so. terrible. <laughs> That's right. Because then they didn't do they, and I can't remember, are they taken in by like a Bedouin tribe? So this part sucks. Uh, they are taken in by somebody. So as, as a parent, there's like some things that hit me a little harder now. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're wandering in the desert. The skin of water is used up. Obviously. Pretty quickly. It's, sure. You know, it's, it's like, but doesn't she like get, make sure he gets a majority of or something to that effect? Like there's, when I feel the skin like- of water was used up, she placed the boy under one of the shrubs and she went down and sat across from him a distance of about a bow shot for, she said to herself, let me not see the death of the boy. Right. Whoa. So she like, they, she like split them apart. Cause she didn't want to like watch, watch her, her child die. Yeah. That yeah. is, that's, that's rough. Too real, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's yeah, awful. It's like you, you, she's accepted the fate that this is how it's going to, this is going to happen whether I want it to or not. I don't want to watch it happen. It, it is exciting, though. We have a new unit of measurement, which is a bow shot. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> About a bow shot. Yeah. But, yeah. but then uh, how do they get out of it? Because they do get out of it. So uh, the boy started crying and God heard the voice of the lad. An angel came down and says, fear not. God has heard the voice. Um, you know, I will make him a great nation. She opened her eyes and she saw a well of water. Um, so they they drank and and then they're just that seems to put a lot of onus on her for opening her eyes. And then it just says uh, they dwelt in the wilderness of Paran. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of skips forward and there's a couple things where it says they went. It seems like they went back to Egypt because she was Egyptian, mm-hmm. and so Ishmael married an Egyptian. Oh. Oh, that's interesting. It also says, which is interesting after the bow shot thing, that he eventually became like a super good archer. Oh, there you go. Well, maybe that's why. He's like, my mom was about a bow shot away letting me die. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the ultim- <gasps> what, ultimately why this is important, though, is that this is the beginning of both the Jewish religion through Isaac and the uh, Islamic religion through Ishmael. Okay. And so they both, when they're referring to God or Yahweh and Allah, they're talking about the same singular entity, which is why things get really confusing when you start like t- saying your God isn't real. It's like, well, you're talking about the same fucking God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it also starts the animosity between the two groups of people. One, one group seemingly has a bigger bone to pick with the other one. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> like <laughs> for real, like, Oh yeah. My, like our dad kicked my mom and I sure. out and like basically let us like let us to die. Yeah. And had God not like, stepped in, yeah. we would be gone because your mom and your dad, like, anyway. Interesting. It's got some, like, it's very, like, through the lens of, I don't know, modern empathy. Apparently, empathy is a modern thing. <laughs> a lot of these biblical characters don't come off as great. Yeah. Uh, one interesting side note is uh, the Wikipedia article about Ishmael says that um, 
at the age of 14, Ishmael and his mother were freed. I was like, I guess that is technically true. Hmm. That's a very freed, freed and fucked. That's a very, a bit. very, uh, rose colored glasses way of seeing that set of circumstances. Yeah. I mean, I guess that is the technical truth of it. It's like, uh, yeah, that, um, what's the Island prison in, uh, the, the Island prison in like one of the French novels that like oh, you, you, you can't swim to escape Ill. from. It's in, yeah, it's in Count of Monte Cristo. Anyway, the whole point is like, <sighs> even if you escape, like you're, you know, you might be free now, but you're going to die because you can't swim that far. Yeah. The rock. I mean, yeah, um, I was going to say like, like, uh, it's also Alcatraz. Alcatraz is definitely a sing, sing. Is that a thing? Sing, sing, I think is on land. Uh, okay. Well, I mean like on like continental land. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know that for sure. Hit us up. Dear G. <laughs> no, dear please Jesus, don't. I please don't. Don't. I no, sing, please sing don't. <laughs> Not interested. Oh, tweet at KJV pod nope, specifically tweet. Not interested. <laughs> so, uh, one just kind of like, you know, again, cause this is probably all not real and probably borrowed from like the similar myths, but Ishmael also had 12 sons. Oh, of course he did. Of course he did. Although Ishmael, that's a, that's up a generation. Cause it's not Isaac. It's, it's Jacob's sons. And, uh, and one daughter, uh, who is considered the third wife of Esau just to, tie that no f- no back no, together nope nope no no that's i don't know no, no, no. we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna put a pin in that one that's not i don't um i don't storytelling wise that's just too it's too a, much connection it's also tradition that ishmael and hagar are buried at mecca yes okay sure <laughs> okay sorry i'm just like scrolling through the wikipedia article uh we're basically done with the story by the way Nick. okay uh and I'll start getting ready to leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just, I felt like we were like wandering on tangents, but I'm, I'm just scrolling to the also, Wikipedia article. Hold on. And, um, there's a, like a subhead for Christianity. And I was like, Oh, it says some Christians believe that God fulfills his promises to Ishmael today by blessing the Arab nations with oil and political strength, Oof. political strength. <laughs> it's just like, Oh, Christians. Uh-huh. It, yeah. Yeah. Come on. And, you know, that oil also kind of belongs to us in some way. When you think about it, it's mm. kind of ours and it belongs to us. And they're I'm kind of dicks a, I'm for really not getting sharing. hung up on political strength. <clears throat> I mean, you don't. The Middle East in general is not. Anyway. Also. That is a Middle East. Strange uh, worldview. I've got some. I quibble. This Wikipedia article is written by Westerners, I think. I, I, most that of Wikipedia. would make sense. I would um, The new metal one I was reading earlier probably was as well. <laughs> <laughs> The best part about that is they don't have the context for that conversation and people just think you looked up new metal on Wikipedia. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> earlier today as I was perusing. Before we hit record today, uh, Nick was trying to convince Adam and I to start a podcast about new metal. That's true. And we not so politely declined. Well, I, I didn't, didn't hear anything from Adam. I didn't decline so much. <laughs> You're as putting I said, words it, in his mouth. It would be a short podcast. Okay. Well, I already quit. So. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. We'll be back with a fun fact and some listener feedback after this. And we're back here on the King James Virgin. 
Hey, you guys ready to talk about dicks, dicks some more? <laughs> I mean, when are we not? <laughs> you didn't say the fun fact was going to be about dicks. I mean, it's always dicks. Are all dicks fun? Uh, actually, what I should say is the fun facts are often about the exile in, Babel- in Babylon. Okay. That's true. Um, which this also is. Does it feel like Asimov maybe found like some <laughs> Babylonian uh, historical texts and that's why a lot of the stuff from Asimov is about Pos- that? Possibly. And I should okay. say this is from the uh, Asimov talks about the Bible, guides the Bible. Uh <laughs> But what I think happened is that's just where a lot of stuff got. Yeah, they, ac- down. they actually wrote things down. <laughs> um, so he's saying that circumcision does not seem to have been that important pre-exile. Like it was around, and they like gave people a hard time who weren't uh, pun not intended uh, who weren't circumcised. Really, uh, but it became a thing in exile to differentiate themselves from the Babylonians. Correct. And so like circumcision became like the thing. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. You're telling me that they're like Jewish. Whip your dick out. Do you pork? Wh- wh- whip, your dick your dick. Out. whip your dick out. Like that's how, that's how they were going around identifying whether, but it was like, it, you know, as with the pork where you could not associate with people who, yeah, but like, ate and are you going to, but it just, pull it was, your dick out. It was all about making themselves into an other. I sure. I, I buy the premise of the other, I think the idea no, of they identifying. Just do the, they just do the dick tap thing that like, like, <laughs> like I immature felt, kids do in middle school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and if you winced, you're like, ah, one of us. <laughs> That's. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was interesting and plausible. Uh, really quick. When was the last time you were dick tapped? I can't remember, and that's a good thing. It's a great thing. I can, and that's why I'm asking. Oh, God. Yeah, it, it was always in my late 20s when the last time I got dick tapped. Was he wearing a backwards hat that covered his eyebrows? No, he's an engineer. So basically the same thing. <laughs> was he listening? Ooh. Was he listening to Slipknot and or some other kind of new metal? No. Huh. Engineer. Did his shorts meet his socks? <laughs> no. Flip flops and no. Do your socks. shorts meet your socks? Oh. Do you so whack a dick and <laughs> listen to new metal? <laughs> oh, so that thing. Like, yeah. was he wearing a Fox racing shirt? Uh, no, polo. <laughs> oh, interesting. Uh, we have some listener feedback. Yeah, uh, we have a a voicemail from Tyler, and so I'm going to play that now. Hi, Tyler. First time sender energy to the DRG. This is Tyler. Uh, I was just, I've been listening, doing a little binging on the podcast, and a few points. Um, One, I am a still somewhat practicing uh, Christian Adventist uh, on the fringes, I guess. I think my difference in growing up from Adam and Alan is I grew up in a home that was not so restrictive and full of rule. Uh, so we, we lived by much more of the, you know, non-denominational Christian values of relationship and things like that, actually doing good, um, unlike the separatist view that many Adventists live by. Uh, so that's probably why I still identify as a Christian, not so much an Adventist, but as a Christian. Um, but I was listening to the episode talking about Christian music and pop culture and things like that. And my only pop culture reference to Christian music that I can think of is a cover that the Vandals did of Here I Am, Lord, um, which if you haven't heard it, you should listen to it and play whatever's legal on the boss. Uh, hope you guys are doing well and keep recording it and stay safe. So that's such a weird thing, Tyler. Thank you, by the way. Like, I assume Tyler must not have grown up with the same like Bible bookstore yeah. culture that we did. I mean, thank God, man. 
but <laughs> like when Al and I were trying to scrounge, you know, uh, supertones and DC talk albums from yeah. Tyler's <laughs> listening to the, the vandals, the vandals and rancid. <laughs> hey, I was listening to, uh, uh MXPX and slick shoes. Oh, no, you were, we you, had had, you had cool, you had cool cousins. We had I was like, I was the punk, eldest of I mean, all of the like extended family. So, well, the lack of baggage might also be why he's still a Christian today. That's yeah. probably true. <laughs> um, um, we have a email as well um, from a listener, Michael. Thank you, Michael, for sending us a message. Um, it goes like this. Hello, your Hell's Bells podcast really struck a chord with me. Sorry for the pun, presumably. Um, I'll allow it. <laughs> thank you, Adam. I was in the sixth grade back in 1982 when I attended a Saturday afternoon program at an SDA school about the evils of rock music. The evangelist speaking was a guy named Michael Mills. His topic was the hidden satanic messages in rock music, but there was also much discussion of the sex and drug use themes as well. Hell yeah! <laughs> it was an hour-long program which featured a slideshow with the appropriate parts of the actual songs being played on speakers. Uh, with your background, you can appreciate the sights and sounds of an ACDC album being shown on the big screen while Back in Black was blasted out of the speakers in an SDA church auditorium on a Saturday afternoon. Half of the kids were rocking out, the other half horrified with any and all parents and teachers praying earnestly to God to rid the world of rock music. All to the soundtrack of the Beatles, the Stones, ACDC, and other popular groups of the era, Michael Mills was a fire and brimstone evangelist with his Aquanet perfected blonde hair. His looks and mannerisms were right out of central casting for the cheesy TV evangelist. I think he made quite the cottage industry out of going to churches and schools back in the day. No idea if he's still around. With our shared backgrounds, I consider your podcast like therapy. Thanks. Thanks, Michael. I mean, it's basically therapy for us, too. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Not me. No. Yeah. Adam chose uh, actual therapy. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, both. Right. But yeah, uh, that's fantastic. I, I love specifically that they chose back in black, which is a, a memorial. So like the song is literally sure, yeah. about how we lost our, our lead singer. But and again, more proof that like ACDC was the one like they were. I mean, you know, this whole documentary was was titled <sighs> yeah, after a ACDC song. S send us a photo uh, if you're listening. Send us a photo of that guy, Michael Mills, because I would not love, on the internet. I would love to see that Aquanet perfection, but I cannot. You don't know which one. No, there's like a blonde guy who's like a composer, but that's not him. Mm. I cannot find him. I'm, I'm like Michael Mills, Christian, that's Michael funny. Mills, Aquanet. I just can't. Uh, Alan, uh, you were not here when we discussed our Hell's Bells thing, uh, but uh, did you have any um, musical baggage growing up? Not specifically about like the devil trying to. Yeah, was rock music through. bad? Not really. My parents had pretty, um, actually my dad had some like more interesting thing, but they were both like pretty mellow, uh, music taste wise. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, a lot of like Elton John and Barry Manilow and three dog night, that kind of era well, of those. We know that Elton John is right out. Yeah. 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 Worshipper uh, of pain. But also my dad was really into uh, earth, wind, fire. Um, which I, I think they mentioned, I think they called have, them out once. Yeah. I have to imagine they, they wouldn't love that. I don't um, know. A lot, not a lot of different time signatures for earth, wind, fire, like must around time signatures. So uh, okay. earth, wind and fire was one of the ones that they condemned because I think that they were like pantheist. Oh yeah. yeah I mean, of course, but I, I'm having a hard time remembering like any specific things that were like music is evil. Um, obviously we were in the era of Marilyn Manson being evil. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, were there things that you wanted to listen to that you felt like you couldn't? I bought, uh, that, uh, Blink-182 Enema of the State and uh -huh. had to like, you know, turn the jacket inside out because uh -huh. it had like a, a porn star in the cover. Yeah. She had the, like her tattoos popped so hard on that album. Like they, <laughs> they must've like greased them and then sat, I don't know how they, like, 
at that I, time, like Photoshop wasn't super. I'm just like, I just remember like her, cause she had like butterfly tattoos yeah, yeah, yeah. and they were just like the blues. Just yeah. like they're either, they're brand new, like applied, like some sort of like fake thing. I don't know how they got them to pop. Apparently this is just like, like, yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting because both my grandpas are pastors uh-huh. or one is one was and, uh, still a pastor just passed away. I think is right. what you meant there. Uh, and, um, but I, we had surprisingly little censorship. Maybe it was just like the culture I was raised in. We were cocooned enough that it wasn't as necessary. That is interesting. I guess I didn't ask you when we were recording if there were things that you wanted to listen to that you couldn't. So, yes. Adam just beat himself up about everything. That, well, that, yes, I knew that. That um, my parents, so my my parents, oh, my dad specifically, my mom, not as much, but my dad is a huge lover of music and very into like his era of rock and roll. Um, you know, but he's also a little older than, uh, he was a little older when he had me. So he's like very much like Beatles stones, Mm -hmm. mid, mid to late sixties is kind of his like big era. Um, so from a secular perspective, no, but he had huge problems, um, with most of my Christian music, which was, Oh, that's funny. A weird, like in retrospect, a very weird, uh, (laughs) like I think to him, like he had a, uh, he had a, what's the word when you box off parts compartmentalized. Yes. Thank you. Wow. I, I think he'd compartmentalized music and religion in his brain. And when I was blending the two, he couldn't compute that. And so like had a massive problem with, uh, well, like ironically third day was like when I started listening to third day, huge problem with it. And, uh, I wanted to go to one of the concerts. And so he went with, uh, you know, I was at the time when he was taking me to concerts. Yeah. He'd probably really enjoy that now. Fucking no, he loved it. That's what, oh, turned, okay. that's what, that's what it. changed it. He was like, this is a, he was like, this was amazing. The first concert he took me to though, actually I saw third day once at a state fair. <laughs> that makes sense. That tracks. Uh, and the first concert he went to was uh, Supertones opening for Audio Adrenaline, and he did not enjoy that show at all. I, on the other hand, very much. Enjoyed I would the see show. the Supertones tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know though. Like they're like, like 2020 Supertones. I, I would see the the 2008 <laughs> Supertones right yeah. now. Yeah, that's funny. Still a, fu- a fucking great ska band. Like Interesting. just, well, I don't want to turn this episode into another music episode. We just all happen to enjoy talking about music. But actually about show. you, Nick, was there every, anything that was off limits for you? Um, no, not really. Uh, I, I would be tempted to say that my mom was probably not thrilled if and when I would buy something like a CD from Best Buy that had a parental advisory sticker on it. Okay. Um, but I, I really can't think of anything that was like forbidden. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would definitely like, cause I took the bus home. Uh, I was a latchkey kid and I would like stop off, you know, a few stops early at Fred Meyer and like buy CDs and then get back on the bus nice. and still make it home way before my parents. But that's how I would perfect build a secret. And I signed up for the like BMG yeah, like, and then, CD. Oh, and then send a letter month. and send you're dead. <laughs> no, I think. <laughs> And then, and then my parents, just dear like, sirs, I have passed on. <laughs> it was always the person was like, my son, Adam has died. And then my parents just kept getting CDs. I, I remember there's like, a, there's like a, Dur- a Duran Duran CD just like floating around for a while, when which does- I, I eventually took and is great. It's a great album. <laughs> but, uh, I yeah, love the ideas funny. of your parents. Like, where are these CDs coming from? <laughs> As a record store owner who reluctantly, uh, accepts piles of donated shit from people. <laughs> Often, uh, I will say that uh, club versions of CDs are so so prolific. Are they different? They're different. They don't have barcodes um, oh. because they're not supposed to be made for resale, right? Um, and and yeah, so they have like a, they have the like BMG thing where the um, the barcode would be interesting. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it 
Because you know, like if it's one of those, like, you know, get 13 or whatever when you like sign up and like, you know, that like eight of them were not ones that they really cared about. They're like, you know, cause they got the five they yes. cared about. And then they're like, they're like, uh, sure. I'll take that one. I'll take that of one. Course. It was five. I, I know for sure it was five, five free CDs. <laughs> and I, I cannot tell you which ones I got. I know one of them was a green day CD, mm-hmm. but I, maybe third eye blind or something. I don't know. It was, it was a different time. This is a random thing and I probably still have them somewhere, but, uh, for a, a hot minute, I thought in high school that I was going to start a Christian club. This is a whole other <laughs> story. Um, but I basically wrote letters to every Christian music label that I could think of to see if they would be interested in sponsoring us. Um, and the only one that got back to me was to- was tooth and nail. Uh, none of the rest of them responded at all. Sure. And then they sent me two, um, full boxes of, I don't know how many CDs come in a box, but like what? 40, probably 40. Yeah. Yeah. I got two of those of this band that boxes. no one, like no one had ever heard of. Oh, I'm excited. Do you remember what it was? N- no. Like it was, I literally <sighs> never like could not find and also like pre internet. So yeah, yeah. Like I gave away five of those CDs. Maybe. Sure. Yeah. Like I tried it and people were like, I don't know what Here's this is. Here's two long boxes of these <laughs> yeah. project 86 CDs. Good luck. Right. Knowing your parents, those are in the garage. 100%. Oh, that's they're just, so they're funny. in a box somewhere. Tooth and nail and solid state were absolutely like so prolific with like street team stuff. They had to have made so many promotional posters and yeah. like, free CDs to give away, but I think it probably worked. Oh, yeah. Like, I think that it worked in their favor. Does, you know, does pro- Tooth and Nail still exist? Yeah. Huh. I mean, Van Dusen is on there. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah, you guys didn't know that? Wait, his his worship albums? No, his most recent just album his... is a Tooth and Nail record. Really? Yeah. That's great. I, mean, that, that, I don't know, that makes me happy. Congratulations, John. <laughs> you made it. <laughs> <laughs> Middle school me would have bought you at the Bible bookstore. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it. That's, still, that's more than enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us at KJVPod on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Nick has got some Twitter game going on and Instagram is there. <laughs> by our team of interns. By our, our team of interns is really slacking off. Yeah. Uh, this week, um, if you're up for some serious spy shit, call a friend. Tell them about your favorite episode of this podcast, but sneak it secretly into the conversation. Don't like going, hey, I got a podcast for you. Just go like, like they said in the King James Virgin, uh, Jonah didn't fuck a whale. It's a good time to call a friend, check in, say big, hey. Big yeah. fish. Big fish. He fucked a big fish. Yes. Okay. Uh, thanks to Mascaras and Resurrection Records for the use of our theme song, Kixadi, off the El Melmoran, and this week's Resurrection Records artist is Media... <laughs> Don't know what happened there. Media Blitz. Media Blitz. Uh, <laughs> you can... <laughs> this has already gone off the, whale, off the whales. Big fish. <laughs> <laughs> This has already gone off the big fish. Uh, you can find links to these songs, to stickers, uh, to all sorts of things on our website, kingjamesvirgin.com. That does it for us this week. Until next week, uh, you guys, how far do you think uh, an Olympic standard arrow shot is? Oh. Compound or recurve? Uh, I think we're, so we're going, uh, let's see, target archery, oh, standard range. compound then. Uh, Olympic standard, right? Uh, on the Olympic range, all types of bow can be used. So it's not, it's, what? it's the, it's the size of the range to tar- to target or maximum shot length to target. Apparently Ellen knows oh, okay. all these questions to answer. I taught archery, man, at summer camp. Yeah. Cause those people knew what they were doing. <laughs> I've been to summer camp. No, but that's yeah. the teacher. So triple, I knew triple I that doing. length. <laughs> okay. Here we go. I'm going to say a hundred yards. What? Uh, no, not hundred. More than 50, less than 100. 
I need a, I need a number of yards. Okay, 50. Okay. 75. Adam wins. 77 yards is arrow shot. Wow. So that's what? 100 and some feet? 75 times 3. Uh, that is 231 feet. That. Fuck, man. That is far. It's a while. So and that's not that's not a that's not like a bow's shot either. No, no. The bow could shoot. Presumably, that. I'm going to go double that. I guess, but so once you have... Is now we're getting into... Is that what you can be do accurately? Is that the idea? Well, she didn't say at a length where I could accurately shoot my no, child. I'm, I'm asking, <laughs> I'm, no, I'm asking, is that like, is an Olympic shot supposed to be like, you can do this accurately, anything yeah, past this would be too tough? They're shoot, no, they're, they're shooting, shooting at a target. a target. Right, so what I'm saying is like, you, but Alan, you're saying you could shoot further because, but you just couldn't do with any sort of accuracy. Or far, far less, not Olympic. Well, because you'd be coming down at like a, you know, 30 degree angle or 45 degree angle or right. something. But would that actually be, decrease the linear distance? No, I think you'd, inc- I think you could increase the linear distance over, over like a target shot. Right. If we're talking like javelin style where yeah. you're just shooting it as far as you can. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say close to double the yeah, 231. Yeah. So you think like almost 500 feet. Yeah. Fuck. I'm going to say that Ishmael was not that far away. No. Okay. Well, you can, we'll go with the indoor distance then, which is 27 yards. Sure. Okay. Whatever. He's under a bush. How many cubits is that? <laughs> You're the, you're the cubit master. <laughs> Bye. You are born with a rational mind, but it has been left behind. May obedience with all fear, for your hands with the end of the head. Forget to force me again, it's brought to guys up. I'm a devil, they don't waste, you're not only take a space. Fuck!